Hello, welcome back. It is 2.55 in the morning. I have been awake for the last two hours. I cannot go back to sleep for some odd reason. Um, so I've decided to just record now rather than trying to find time to do it during the week because it's just not going to happen. Um, so a couple things. So I am going to take a brief hiatus. Um, I'll be back in the, the beginning of April, maybe the second week of April, probably the second week of April. Um, I just have a lot of really major things kind of happening in the next couple of weeks. My birthday is next week. Woo. Um, and a couple of other really kind of big changes that I would really like to focus on. Um, and for that reason, I will be disappearing. Woo. Um, so I did just want to give a couple kind of updates and reiterate maybe like a couple of things. This episode will not be, it's not even really an episode. It's kind of just an update will not really be much longer than 30 minutes. If even that, um, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, and these are a few things that I I mentioned in the last episode of the March Madness episode where I was talking about um, or the last few episodes. So Aries season starts this week. Um, happy birthday to all of my March and early April Aries. We will talk more about Aries season soon, but there are a couple of things to kind of mention. So starting this week on the 21st, I apologize if I'm moving very slow. Um, I'm trying to look at an ephemeris as I'm talking to you. For those who do not know what an ephemeris is, it is the um, it is the uh, book or kind of like table that lets you know all of the placements that are in the sky at any given time. This is what we did before there were things like. Alabe.com and Planet Watcher and Time Passages and other things like that. Um, this is usually where most astrologers get their dates from. Anyway, tangent. Um, so this week is incredibly important. As we know, the vernal equinox will be starting. Um, Aries season will be starting Thursday, the 21st, sometime before noon. Um, one thing to kind of watch, um, and be aware of during those first days, the first two days of Aries season is that there will be a conjunction between the sun and Chiron, and it will be the first of a few for the next couple of years, right? This will be incredibly important. Um, if you haven't listened to the Chiron episode Go back and listen so that you can kind of, it's the, an end to toxic, toxic masculinity episode. Um, a bit of a clickbaity title, but I think it was to get a particular point across. Um, in addition to that, if you head to my Twitter, um, in the pinned tweets is a thread. Again, my Twitter is you woman, you, that has a lot more information about Chiron and Aries on a very personal level, um, as opposed to a collective level. Um, even though there were some kind of messages and things related to um, that as well. 
which you should definitely check out. I also did Chiron readings for each of the signs. Check your sun, moon, and rising. Those, you know, of course, with Chiron, it's a lot about your personal, you know, wounds. Um, and so, uh, and wounds that are related to the identity. Um, I think also new mind frame. Um, she, oh, amazing. Um, if you haven't checked her out, do please do. She also had tweeted a list. If you go to like her media and look, there was a list of things that she um, talked about related to identity wounds. And it's really funny because a lot of those things came up in the readings that I did in terms of the ways that the various um, uh, polarities respond to wounds to the identity. Of course, the masculine having a bit more of a it's just really interesting. It seemed like there was a tendency to kind of run away or prove oneself um, through humor or through aggression, um, whereas the feminine, you know, and it, this aligns perfectly with the way that we're socialized, right? Um, there is a tendency to have a very difficult relationship with anger and a very difficult relationship with um, identity because, you know, as people who are socialized to be women, um there is a really big, um, or just feminine folks in general that, you know, but I, anyway, um, there is a lot of expectations put on what our identity is meant to look like. And it does not necessarily, I always align with what it is that we feel most called to, to kind of be or how we feel called to be. Right. And so those dynamics kind of were there. And of course, you know, I think the added layer of difficulty with that um, I'm so sorry. My voice is so weird right now. I, it is three o'clock in the morning. Please keep that in mind. Um, the um, that added layer is, you know, being a man with mostly feminine signs in their chart, right? And how that comes to express, and how the fight between the way that you express and internalize your identity, right? And identity wounds versus the way that society expects your identity to be, right? So kind of seeing that kind of battle existing there is very interesting. You know, the Chiron readings were the ones where people were like, sorry, there's like a spider in my room. And like, it was like above my head two days ago. And like, I was just looking and seeing if it was still there. And it was not. It has moved to the other side of the room. Anyway, um, I just do not have time. Why are you here? Go outside. My God. Okay. Sorry. Um, What was I saying? Yeah. So that, you know, it's they were very deep, you know, and a lot of kind of really intense emotions and feelings kind of came through. And I mention this because that is what these two days, these two, three days are kind of going to feel like, um, where there will just be an immense, an intense amount of energy really, really focused on, you know, how we feel about ourselves and the parts of ourselves that are hurting right? And in addition to that, it's also a full moon. And so it's just going to be a very emotionally intense week. On that same day, and remind you, this is the 20th, 21st. On that same day, 
in addition to this full moon where we're kind of really being pulled into this place where we have a new beginning and a new way of looking at ourselves. Amazing way to start Aries season, right? As it also, you know, kind of really re-examining some of the dynamics that exist within our relationship. I've seen lots of things about... um So much like weird relationship things that people have been talking about lately. That's the nature of Pisces season. But, you know, we'll also kind of see that that theme of relationships really playing a large role in some of the things that happen during um, every season because of the way that it is being initiated and brought in. Um, But it definitely is a really great time of beginnings um which is incredibly beautiful um and exciting to see um and so you know interestingly enough it will be kind of the see the the time of um a lot of births of things but lots of deaths of things as well right um when you think about where where libra sits in terms of the um uh, 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 the, the seasons it is the beginning of fall fall is when everything fucking starts to die right um whereas you know aries where is where everything is is born um very exciting this energy shift from pisces to um uh aries season is about to be very sudden and intense and very different so be very careful around the 21st people are you know during this entire week leading up to that day people are just going to be very sensitive you know people are already fucking confused because of Aries because of Pisces season and how fucking elusive and up and down and fucking diagonal inside out you know it is and how just unclear everything is and then there's the fucking retrograde in Mercury as well so just be mindful of that. Um, don't take anything too personally. Um, we have then. Oh, this is universal time. This isn't even Eastern time. Shit. So whatever from noon. Mm, okay, if that is the case. What I am saying, everything that I'm discussing with you is going to happen a day sooner. Because UT is in um, Britain, right? So the 20th, sometime in the evening, is when um, Aries season will start. So if someone was born in the morning on the 20th, they are still a Pisces. Let them know that. Um, 29th degree Pisces, um, the wise ones. Let's see. And so on that same day, we will have, and I talked about this on Twitter a bit, um, and I'm just going to read directly off of what I've said because I do not have the mental capacity to try to fucking remember exactly what it is that I said. Um, (sighs) Oh God, so fucking tired. Where did it go? There it is. Um, we will have Mercury retrograde conjunct Neptune. And so at this time or during this week, Mercury is starting to slow down again so that it can station direct on the 28th. 
okay, which is next Thursday. And up until April 1st, it is going to be conjunct Neptune. Now, I'm letting you know right now. So mind you, all of this is happening on the same day as a full moon. This is happening on the same day that Aries season has just basically started. Things are going, you are going to want to move. You are going to be pushed to move. But things are going to be very confusing and it is very, <laughs> it, it will feel very confusing. It just is going to. There is going to be, the energy is going to be telling you to go, 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 go. And it's also going to be telling you that you don't know where the fuck that you, where you're going, right? And so it can be very easy to become very confused. I also think that this will be a really great time given that it's also during the full moon. Some of the things that you kind of need to let go of and some of the illusions that have kind of existed will be a little more obvious. So some of the things that will be associated with this um, uh, transit is brain fog, um, anxiety, um, awareness of widespread confusion, illusion, and deception. Um, there will probably be lots of media stories and exposures, um, learning that people lie to you or lies catching up to people. Um, you know, it's really weird. Um, people have been bringing up the Flint water crisis again. Um, and I definitely think that this will be another, a conversation that's kind of revisited. It's very interesting that Jaden, um, Smith released his, uh, those water boxes. Check that out if you haven't, um, during this retrograde because, um, Neptune is also about pollution, polluted water, right? Um, flooding. Um, and someone had also mentioned that there is a water crisis in Manila right now. Um, that is tied to contracts with China. So this is another Mercury retrograde conjunct Neptune kind of energetic thing. You know, I've also mentioned in the past, and I think I mentioned this in the previous episode, that um, China has a natal Mercury conjunct Neptune. Um, This is something that I will delve into a little bit deeper as I do more content related to countries um, and their policy decisions, um, cultural practices, and how they show up in their birth chart. We need to probably start with the United States, but hey. Um, Where was I? So yes, this is going to be up until April 1st. And so just be very aware of that. There will be... Hold on. Looking at the ephemeris. Jupiter will be going retrograde next month on the 11th. Or I'm sorry, the 10th. And Saturn will be also. Um, That being said, And I want you to listen, and I want you to listen closely. As soon as Mercury gets out of the way of 
um, Neptune on the first as it's as the conjunction starts to be a separating separating conjunction separating is of course meaning when it is leaving when a planet is coming to a conjunction with another planet it is called approaching I think that speaks for itself right um as it is separating we will have one two three four five six seven eight now we will have about 10 days we will have about 10 days where everything in the sky is direct okay that being said that is a very crucial time period for getting things done there's no need to rush things. I understand that life happens and sometimes things will have to happen after that, right? Very crucial time. So I do encourage you if there are things in the works that you're kind of thinking of or trying to get um, started, finishing up, uh, using this time to finish up things that have not been completed, you know, writing, writing projects and different things that involve creativity um, really getting some of those major things done during the time of that first, second week of April. You know, if you have natal Jupiter retrograde, this will be great for you. Um, and for some of you, your Jupiter return, you're about to be back in you know, it's about to be Groundhog Day. You're about to go right through all of the shit that you just went through. You're so lucky. Um, some people are so lucky. Uh, you, <laughs> you get to um, kind of rework your way through some of the things, right? When you have a your Jupiter return at an earlier degree unfortunately you know just in the last couple of cycles it's like you have like a week of like this energy you know where you're like oh this is what I'm kind of called to do and then it goes away and then you have to wait another 12 years or like you wait four years for you know it to kind of be tested and and shit you know um but it's really great to kind of have a, a review period right um and so Jupiter and Sag folks will be given that fun stuff. Oh. <sighs> uh, Saturn. Saturn is going to get mad close to oh, let's talk about this. Y'all, this next 2 3 weeks is about to be crazy. Ooh, forget Um Saturn is getting really close to Pluto. They're playing this game of going back and forth with each other. Um, You know, I've heard it described as things that need to be built, things that need to be destroyed. Things that need to be built, things that need to be destroyed. Paradigms that are outdated and need to be exist so that we can you use the pieces to create and make something better transmutation right but also looking at the things that work and the things that need to be kept um and so that's the kind of back and forth the game that's kind of happening and we'll kind of see that culminating at the beginning of next year right 
Um, and so at just as they get mad close to each other, they're about to start to separate as Saturn goes retrograde. Pluto will also be going, ooh, we have lots of retrogrades next month, you guys. Um, Pluto will be going retrograde as well. All of the outer planets are playing this game. So we will have one, two, three, three planets going retrograde next month. It'll be one each week starting the second week of April. Just a heads up. Um, the south node will be conjunct Pluto starting April 1st. And I want to dedicate a whole episode to this. So I will be back to do that. Um, it'll be exact on the 5th. Oof. Yeah. It's about to be really intense. And what I might do, um, I might just link all of the things that I'm talking about underneath this episode um, so that you guys don't have to go searching for them. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. Um, so, yeah. It, going back to the Chiron thing, one really big thing that's been talked about lately, and this also relates to the this South Node conjunction, right? It's like leaving behind some of the old habits that we have, old habits and structures that exist within our lives, right? And so with that, um, and the, the, the Chiron piece of things, you know, it's like one really big theme that I saw for, you know, that I've seen that is needed collectively is reparenting. Um, reparenting, 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 you know, and it's very, it's inner child work um, that a lot of us really need are being kind of called to do at this time. And I definitely encourage people to do it. Um, it's definitely some, been something that I've been working on for at least the last month. And it's when you take an awareness of that, you know, you talk to and acknowledge your, not talk to yourself, but you acknowledge yourself as, you know, the five-year-old within you, right? And you check how your everyday life, and this will be the last thing I say before I go, um, <laughs> your everyday life is aligned with the way that you are treating that child. And it's really interesting when you you know, watch videos and things like that about this first and then kind of decide what direction it is that you kind of need to go in with your reparenting of self. For most of us, it is we need um, the nurturing parent as well as the disciplinarian parent in some particular way. Um, and so I it's just very, you know, you you notice the habits that you have. So like one thing that I'm just extremely terrible at is like meeting some of my basic needs like eating um or uh drinking water, right? I'm just just being quite honest. Like I can be very good about those things or not very good. And so like 
I'll be in bed and I'll be very tired, um, but I'll also be very thirsty and I won't go and get water, right? And it's like, you have to take the perspective of a parent and say to yourself, you know, you talking to you, your inner child is telling you, I am thirsty. Would you tell a child, no, you cannot have water when they're thirsty? No, you would not, right? Um, and as small and mundane as that is in a, as an example, it is that, which is, which is such a small thing that we do, um, along with many other ways that we kind of neglect the needs of the inner child. Right When you are so fascinated with something new and interesting that excites you and you decide to stay on social media all day instead of exploring that thing, that is letting that inner child down, right? Not exploring the natural curiosity that that child has. When you consistently forget a lunch like if you think about yourself as a parent again and you think about the you know separate I don't know how to explain this I hope it makes sense separating yourselves in two and seeing yourself as yourself as you know the inner child as well as the parent of yourself how are you doing at parenting yourself you know what I mean are you reinforcing standards of of discipline and saying yo you need to get this done like I understand you're tired I understand this but this needs to get done and then you can do xyz are you not feeding yourself? What ways are you, you know, if you keep telling a child, you know, I'm going to take you to the park because I know you're excited to do that and you don't do it and you keep letting the inner child down, how the fuck do you think you're making yourself feel, you know, and not showing up for yourself, you know? People talk so often about the idea of like showing up for yourself and it really is that that trivial and it is that small but it's not very trivial at all you know because when you let yourself down in those little ways it makes it easier for you to let yourself down in bigger ways as well and so taking the time to really explore some of those things um this will be the perfect week to do that um as we're exploring we're coming back to the identity wounds that we face okay um, on the fifth or the fourth, we have our, um, new moon in Aries. Yeah. And everything will be direct in the sky. Y'all these affirmations and what it is that you want. It's a new, new, new moon cycle, a new, new moon cycle. Um, Definitely be very intentional about this time during these next two two weeks. Be very kind to yourself. Be very gentle with yourself. Shit is a little, you know, wacky. Um, that being said, there's, you know, move slow um, until it's time to move fast, of course. Um, a Mercury retrograde will clear its shadow. <sighs> When on the 16th, and then who then Mercury will be in Aries, and we're gonna get angry about our wounds, 
Because people are going to say shit that is very triggering. Ah. Exciting, right? Not at all. Anyway. That's all. That's all I have to say. Um, should this count as an episode? It, it could count as an episode. I don't, I don't see why not. I think you guys got some sort of information. Uh, oh, wow. It is only the 18th. Why does it feel like the month is over already? On April 6th, I will be reading tarot at a brunch of art in D.C. Come through. Um, Go to creativemindful.org to get your tickets. Um, It is at Big Chief which is in Northeast DC. I am excited. I don't sound excited just because I'm tired because it's three o'clock in the fucking morning. Um, Come through, get mimosas, get day drunk if that's what you're interested in, eat some good food, see some really dope art vendors, and even stop by, possibly get a tarot reading from your girl. Um, I will probably... I have not decided if I'll be doing readings in the month of April. And I, ooh, 325, birthday. Um, the time. Um, <laughs> because, again, because of the needs, because of so many kind of things that are changing and happening. And I just really would like to take the time to focus on myself. Um, so please do book a reading before April 1st if you want one. The only other readings that I'll be doing will be at this, at events. Um, or if I decide otherwise, um, I will probably reopen readings at the end of April. I will do bookings again. Again, it's just kind of going to be dependent on what I feel and kind of where I am. Um, but yeah, you know, I just need a break. I've been going nonstop. It's been really great to have so many, you know, to have, I don't want to say business, but like business go up in such a dramatic way and be introduced to so many people who are interested in my services. And I love you all. I thank you. Um, if you want something done, ask before April 1st, because girl, I promise you, I will not. Yeah, I guess I have decided I will not. No, I will not be doing readings in April. I really just need, um, some time to figure things out. Um, I, woo, I, the other day I went to, um, the Baltimore Astrological Society, um, which is really great if you, um, are in the DC metro. I know that Baltimore is not part of the DC metro area. I can already hear one particular person's voice. Voice. I just be quiet. You know who you are. Be quiet. I don't want to hear it. I said what I said. Anyway, um, (laughs) my friends are annoying, you guys. Um, and so, yeah, check out their events. They're really great. I I saw Adam Ellenboss, um, speak about the houses, um, and the, I guess, science and the art behind the things that we associate with each of the 12 astrological houses and it blew my mind and it really kind of shook the foundation of my you know astrological knowledge and understanding and has really kind of called me to want to restructure uh, a lot of the the things that I say and the the way that I 
you know, the things that I talk about. Um, because it just was so kind of profound and kind of, to me, was very symbolic of the need for there to be some sort of shift in um, my astrological study and perspective, um, which is really exciting, um, especially at this time, as I come to the end of my first house perfected year, where there is so much to begin and so much to kind of appear and to kind of redefine in terms of self um, in terms of thoughts and what I think and, you know, how I show up in the world. And that is kind of what I, I've kind of slowly, not slowly, what I've kind of suddenly started to deal with over the last couple of weeks, which is why I feel the need to take a step back. Um, I will still be creating podcast episodes. I will still be, um, creating other types of content as well. Other things are still in the works. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just really exciting. I cannot believe that April is basically here. I cannot believe that this I'm about to be my fucking birthday again. Um, yeah. Whew. I will do... Mm. How about this? I will do... Um, readings where I pull cards based on those couple of transits that I just mentioned. So we'll do full moon, Chiron, and then I will also pull cards for... Oh, y'all are so spoiled. And then I will pull cards for the third week of um, that week of um, Neptune, Brain Fog, Tings. And I will also pull for the Aries New Moon. And all planets in direct motion. How does that sound? That sounds fair. Alrighty. Okay. And to see that, follow me on Twitter, you woman you, or my Instagram, which is also you woman you. Um after Mercury goes direct, there will be some changes to this podcast. You will see. It'll be cool. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited? You should be excited. Okay. That's all. Um, Have a great week. I will talk to you via this podcast in April. Yeah. You know, take care of yourself. Drink water. Go to sleep. If you need to tell people, I cannot have this conversation with you right now. If you need to cut people off. If you need to, you know, do all the things. Because the time is like tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. Ew, what is that noise? Anyway. Bye. 
am so happy I did not publish this episode when I did. So, another update. I will also be reading tarot, um, maybe astrology. I'll see if I change. I, I may not. I might look at your chart. Um, at Howard University Springfest Day Party on March 30th from 2 to 6 p.m. So come through, let your friends know, let your friends that are in the area know to, if they're interested in getting a reading, come by. I'll be out there. I'll also just be providing information about um, well, all of my services. So basically, you know, I will be doing readings um, I'll be doing them at events, which is going to take a lot of my energy. So I, my decision, you know, I change my mind all the time. We'll see, um, <laughs> to not do readings during the month of April kind of still stands. Um, I have some other things that are kind of, see, I told you I had things in the works. I, I'm, I'm doing things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other things that are in the works, um, for the month of... May that are probably going to come through since I guess Mercury retrograde has decided that I don't need to keep waiting anymore. Thank you. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, really great, amazing opportunities that are kind of coming through. Things are just falling together in a really, really nice way. Um, and that makes me really happy. Yay. Um, yeah. That's just about it. I'm going to say goodbye now. Um, and let me just repeat those two events. So March 30th, Howard University Springfest, which is Springfest Day Party, which is from 2 to 6 p.m. I'll be doing readings. Um, and then on Saturday, April 6th, I'll be at um, Big Chief for a brunch of art a brunch of art, like a bunch of art, but a brunch of art, um, doing tarot readings there. You should, you know, the second one has tickets. Let me check to see if Springfest has tickets. I highly doubt it, but like, don't be sketchy, like popping up on like Howard's campus. Um, Yeah, I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, it's a pop-up shop. It's a day party. It's going to be in the valley. If you don't know where that is, just let me know. Um, so it'll be really fun to do readings at my alma mater. Oh, I'm so excited to see all the beautiful black people looking cute as hell. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Yes. Um happy end of Pisces season. I'm okay. I'm going to go for real now. Okay. Alrighty. Bye.